Hey everybody, welcome back to your wrong, Luciano. What, uh, what's everybody wrong about this week? Well, they're going to be wrong as they usually are about another DCU movie. This time, it's Aquaman. Um, yeah, you guys are wrong, and you should go die. Thanks. Cool, great start. You're really, really friendly. <laughs> um, because you're a monster and you hate everybody, I'm going to try to be the friendly, the the good cop to your bad cop. Sure. The right cop to your wrong cop? No. I, th- I no, think I nailed no. that. Yes. I didn't know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, as the right cop, uh, I'd like to welcome back uh, Chris. Hey. And Spencer. Hey, guys. Um, and, and because we want to foster a community of friendship, before yeah. we yell at each other for an hour and a half we straight, do? I don't know, maybe, <laughs> b- before we yell at each other for an hour and a half straight, um, I'd just like to see what you guys are up to. Uh, Spencer, mm. what have you been doing this week? Um, no, I've been sort of just, I got my vaccine. That was exciting. Nice. Woo-hoo. That was a big deal. Uh, I've been watching some the HBO show, Mayor of East Town, which has been okay. really good. And, uh, haven't really, you know, done, uh, watched anything too new except for that Mayor of East Town and really just relaxed this week and yeah, took in some, uh, some good, good TV. It's a good show. Nice. Uh, Chris, how about you? Yeah, I've been trucking on uh, my comic book organization and just like rediscovering a lot of the gems that um, like I forgot that I had. And then just, you know, family walks with uh, my baby girl and wife and um, just trying to get some more air safely, you know, under the circumstances. I'm sorry. have, Have you been going outside and doing things? (laughs) <laughs> safely distanced I don't, I don't know if that if we were allowed to have you on the podcast anymore if you're having a dun, life dun. outside of, of nerd stuff <laughs> that doesn't sound right well I've, I'm, I haven't finished Invisible, Invincible uh, on Amazon Prime so what? I'm dripping that I'm milking <laughs> oh, that sucker I finished that that was fantastic I love the so, comics spoilers so, so good no spoilers. What? It's fantastic. Is spoilers. a spoiler now? What the fuck? You want spoilers? <laughs> no. no. Shut up. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm, I'm, Good. I'm kind. Great. Yeah. Luciana, I want you to tell us what you've been doing. Uh, I actually haven't been watching anything other than the odd YouTube video, but I've been working on my new uh, Vampire and the Masquerade game that I'm planning to start soon. Just organizing stuff and getting my research finished and stuff like that surprisingly a lot of little bit of work here and there way more than than i would than I, way more than i remember it being but i guess i'm actually trying to write down things instead of keeping everything in my head so maybe that's why maybe i mean that sounds like it'll be better for the players who play in that game not that i know of anyone in particular yeah i don't, I don't know it. any any players that should have made their character already no, it's not, me not, i'm <laughs> the one uh, it's everybody actually <laughs> But in you're this all case, monsters. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm sure whoever's going to play in that me will uh, will enjoy it when it's when it's happening. Yeah, um, I hope for. Yeah. So for myself, I I haven't been doing that much. I I'm playing Overwatch again. Um, I have problems. Um, yeah, I, you I, do. I'm, yeah, I'm still playing a game that's what three, four years old. There's no shame five, in that. Five, uh, five years almost. old. Yeah. Safe space. Well, yeah, it's mm. it's 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 a shame because. There are so many new games out I should be playing, um, but I keep going back to that one and then getting salty and, and quitting. So Matt, I thought um, we talked about this. You're not supposed to play that game anymore. 
Oh. You have problems. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> That's to all the people out there I've played Overwatch against this week. Except for my teammates. You were great. Okay. Uh, I think we can move on from my uh, therapy session and, sure. and sort of jump into the topic of the week, as you said. So Aquaman is the movie, the movie we watched. Chris, you were telling me how much you liked the adaptation of Aquaman from this movie. Hell wanna, yeah. You want to expand on that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, real, real, real tight at first. Um, I really have come to love Aquaman um, for the edginess and just like the badass movie is uh, insofar as how I've been introduced. So comics, great. And then now we have this this film that's like who saw it coming, but thankfully is here. Right. And so Jason Momoa owns it. And, and not just because of his own badass powers, but because of the, the real meaty beats that have really happened to, to that character uh, over time. And uh, it's a true adaptation. Um, It's, it's, it's rich and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm like, I love the character and I'm loving what happened in the movie and, and I'm loving the growth. So come at me, all of you. Mm. Why? Bold. You automatically think you're wrong? That's, that's good. It's, it's good. Just because you, you, you use words doesn't make you right, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I actually agree. I think I, think I, I was skeptical at first when they cast him you know, for, for um, Justice League originally. And, uh, but like, I, I really like I, the way I wrote it down is he, his, uh, Aquaman is very, yeah, bro. And I love that. I love it. I, I don't like, if you had asked me before, I was like, oh, that doesn't fit, but I much rather have like, it's, it feels like it's more believable in a way. I don't know. Just he, he mm-hmm. own, like you said, he owns it. And I think he, that's why it works. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. You guys know. are okay. wrong. <laughs> you guys are wrong. That movie. Mm. You guys are wrong. Aquaman's fantastic. Uh, what? Okay. what? Yeah. So, I said it. It's not how that works. Are you talking about the character or the movie? All of it. All I'm of not it. against that. Could, could you nope. explain You're why wrong. Aquaman is, they're wrong and Aquaman's the best character, Spencer? It's just because they are. That That's a force of habit. They're just always wrong, even when they agree. <laughs> uh, but Aquaman was, fa- it was fantastic. His character is great. I I agree with uh, some of the words they're saying, but they're still wrong. Okay. I feel like this is going to be a bad podcast to listen to. Spencer just says that he's everyone's wrong, but doesn't elaborate on his points. Oh, you're wrong. Mute him. You're wrong because <laughs> just I agree him. with you. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, that that is that is that has some meat into it. If you agree with them, you know, playing some 3D chess this this round, boys. So get ready. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I'm going to award you no points for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I also appreciate them hiring, like, because, like, in historically in the comics, Aquaman is, like, blonde, blue-eyed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like that they went with a completely different direction. And, like, Jason Momoa is Hawaiian, I mm-hmm. believe. I believe so, yes. And then they, they uh, cast Boba Fett as his dad. Yeah, Tamira Morrison. Yeah. he's yep. And I like him as... as um, Tom Curry, Tom Curry, yeah, Thomas That's Curry, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he is New Zealand from New Zealand, right? Yeah, he's, a, he's Maui and M- Maori. Yeah, yeah, Maui's Maori. the character. Maori. Maori's the character from uh, Maori. Moana. 
yeah. Maori, Maori, yeah. however you pronounce that. No, I I like that they they went with that. Like instead of the, his just making him like the mistake that they made, you know, with um, Iron Fist on Marvel and in the series mm. where they, no, it has to be the same. I mm. like that that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, do, you guys, like, do, okay. do you guys think that because um, Batman and Aquaman's dads have the same name that they could be best friends? <laughs> Oh my God! That's Why did you say that name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he should have used that. Yeah, they well, both when have he goes age. recruit him. <laughs> That's my dad's name. I'm not against it. All right, there's a movie there. Yeah, and Aquaman Arthur versus v. Batman. Uh, Thomas v. Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, sounds. Man. That sounds like a court case. If I'm honest it does you. actually. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I, to back to Chris's point, I tend to agree. I, you know, Aquaman in this movie is, uh, you know, he's taken, or, or I shouldn't say just Aquaman, but Jason Momoa takes Aquaman in a, a very specific direction. He's very, he's very metal bro Aquaman. Oh yeah, but but that's fun. <laughs> like having a, a making him a, a caricature and having a certain archetype to him allows us to really invest in Aquaman. Whereas the the sort of blonde haired Aqua. You know, Aquaman of of your like super friends and stuff was just like, oh my god, this fucking guy again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it really helps that he's 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 put meat into the character and given him an edge that I think we all relate to. But still having he still seems personable and friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the four the four of us are so edgy. We really relate to Jason Momoa. We're just <laughs> like him, guys. I never yeah. said that. Never. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love I love that he's here. No, I I and agree. I appreciate I, you all too. I, I, I love Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and I think I honestly think the casting was really a lot simpler than what you guys were saying. It was really just like like Aquaman is known as the lamest character in the DCU and maybe in comics. Let's just cast the coolest guy there is yep. to yep. play him, just to contrast that. And they're like that Jason Momoa, and they met him, and they're like this guy is the coolest dude, like just in real life. Like they, like no one's gonna call him lame, no matter what he's doing. Like yeah. even with that I, I, golden and green costume, he <sighs> looks like. He fucking pulls it off because he's just oh, yeah. he looks badass. Yeah, I'm I'm fully sure that that selfie scene on on the, <laughs> the bar was his yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's fun. It just sounds yeah. like something he would do in real life. Really, mm-hmm. shout out to those guys too. That that guy who asked for the selfie, I th- yeah. I always thought he really nailed it. He's like, yeah, yeah. It was Can great. I get a selfie? Like it, it like came off so genuine. Yeah, <laughs> I always thought that guy was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it does seem like the bar scene is just Jason Momoa being Jason Momoa. Exactly. <laughs> like what do you mean Aquaman that bar scene? has nothing to do with it? You mean that movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dig it. <laughs> I dig yeah. it. Uh, Chris, Chris, you also mentioned to me uh, that Black Manta was mm-hmm. not uh, 100% the same hit that, mm. that Aquaman was. And, and so I just wanted to dig into that because he is the... Mm-hmm. 1A villain of this movie, I guess. Black Manta. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. So Black Manta and and King and like King Orm, uh, Ocean Master, like from comics, they're they're Aquaman's like top nemeses. And so what we get in the movie is it leans mostly towards uh, Orm and Ocean Master. Sure. Uh, and then. Black Manta gets this, gets his origin story and builds steam. And then like for the first time, not the first time, well, I guess like comics 
animated series and now in movie we're we're seeing that flesh and blood uh interpretation and and uh and proof why black manta is no joke um and and how they breathe life into that cool now that said um i love uh like the actors uh yaha abdul mateen i love him i love like all of the stuff he does but like like I love that he's here, but the the it's like a it's like a fifty fifty. The cinematography in this movie is great, but every time they would try to give uh, um, add more weight to to this character, he's always looking over his fucking shoulder with a grin, and it's like that weird guitar riff. This guy is evil, and I'm like, fuck off. But I love Black Manta. Period. So you do you like him or do you not like him? I'm not, I'm you said fifty fifty. It's because of how he's portrayed in the story makes sense, but there's this like 2% weirdness. That's not the fault of the actor or the character. It's just how he's portrayed. So for the most part, it's fine, but it's like these two, you know what? I'll I'll chalk it up to like the editing, like what it was just, it rubbed me the wrong way, but everything else that needed to be there for him was there. Yeah, I that's that I I guess. I mean, I feel like like pick a side. You're like kind of like waffling no, a bit. I'm ta- on like no, you I'm like not. him, but you don't. Like no, it's him. not him. It's the editing. That's what I'm okay. trying to say. Like I get I get what you're saying. Like his character could have been fleshed out more. I guess because I know he's a big villain, and obviously they're they're leading towards that. But yeah, like the actor, I think he did fine with what he had to work with. That actor is fantastic. Like he he is a really good actor. He was great in. The, the you know in the trial of the Chicago Seven if you saw that yeah he's really really good in that he, so you know so he's like he's capable it's just oh, yeah. what they what they gave him to work with wasn't like too deep but it was also like a, just an introduction I thought he serviced the movie well and yeah he gave a, he, he they introduced him and they gave him a good fight scene which is all they really wanted I think yeah and then you know now he has more depth with the character moving forward so I think he was serviceable not a standout but you know that's that's mm-hmm. why you're wrong. Okay, yeah, it's it's kind of like one of those. This is the equation, and they had to slice up like the beats of the story in the movie in a certain way, and like that's what we got. So I'm okay with it because what did we get at the end? He's like they they set us up for the sequel. He's like I want him, and I'm all for that. So I I, I hear you. Um, I'd like to break up this love fest on on Black Manta to say I don't think Black Manta needed to be in this movie. Um, oh. I think oh, that, you would you would say that. Yeah, I would say that. that. That's because for once he's right. No, he did, he did not need to be in this movie Wait, at all. Am, mm. am I saying the right thing now that Luciano's oh, agreeing God. with me? Oh <laughs> God, <laughs> Luciano's agreeing with you. That's the a red flag. Swings. <laughs> I might take that back. No, but I, I just think we do this too often in movies. Is and this listen, they did it better than when Green Lantern introduced two villains because <laughs> yep. it was very obvious what Black Manta was supposed to do here. I just. It just feels like we don't have to have two villains. Like it was, this movie was two and a half hours, and and it, it could, could have sh- shaved off, you know, twenty minutes potentially by not involving Black Manta. And they had to give some stakes to Jason Momoa's growth as a king, and and I guess killing a dude when he could have saved them is stakes. I don't know. It seems very easy and 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 lame, and you could have had that happen with anybody, not just Black Manta's character. But but overall, I think. You could have skipped Black Manta and delved into the relationship between King Orm and, and Aquaman with a bit more detail other than he's my evil half-twin. I guess he's not twin, 
uh, half brother. Yeah, they look alike. <laughs> yeah, they're exactly <laughs> the same, right? <laughs> but like, I actually think we could have done better with with the, the the resources they had in the movie by cutting them. Uh, to me, the problem is like, and you guys have touched a little bit on this, like, but like, the, all the scenes where he's in are kind of weird. Like the first, Ooh. the first scene with the with the mm. pirates, Black Panther. The first scene with the pirates is fine, but like everything else. You know, he he gets the thing from Orm and then mm -hmm. immediately knows how to, you know, adapt him to, you know, change the thing and make his Black Manta giant fucking head suit. Mm -hmm. that and was yeah, like, like, I don't know. It feels to me it, like the scene where his dad kills himself with a grenade. Like mm -hmm. what? Like that was so it's it's it was it feels like tacked on. And I like Matt said, it doesn't really add too much. To That's the, a good scene. It's. Eh, I would agree. It's, I thought it was forced. badass. Yeah. It's forced. Really? No. Yeah, like the, the killing himself with the grenade is very forced to me. That was the only way for him to make his son leave him. It was, exactly. Uh, I thought come it was pretty. On. What do you mean powerful? Explain oh, it. Bullshit. Bullshit. Luciano no. hates dads and sons. For real. <laughs> I hate dads that blow wow. themselves up. Yes, yes. I find oh that's abandoning God. children. Do you oh. have children, sir? No. No. But oh. I would blow myself up if I did. Point you to Chris. Hmm. Would you blow yourself? And yes, I would. Child alone. I'm sorry. Yes, I would. Would you would. blow yourself? I don't think you said that right. <laughs> yes. For the last time, yes. Oh, you said blow yourself up. No, no. no. <laughs> I take myself out so my baby girl can live. Fuck that. I'm doing it. He was leaving already. What do you? Like, really he wasn't. just exploded himself, and he could like. You you do know things get lighter when they're underwater. He could have maybe tried to move the thing what? from his dead. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. But anyway, no. So, so my point is, I think the the one good thing that that came out of Black Panther being this is that when he inevitably shows up in the next movie, at least he's not a fully fleshed out character now that has mm -hmm. a real like beef with Aquaman for like decent reasons, not like, mm -hmm. oh my, you know, my dad was in the army and the country forgot about him, so of course he became a pirate. Which that was is his grandfather. Funny. That was his grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm, and I'm saying Black Manta now, shut up. Black Manta now has a good excuse to have a, or a good reason to have a beef with Aquaman. But anyway, mm. I, I just agree with Matt, which is weird um, that uh, Black Manta didn't need to be in this movie. Mm -hmm. And his grandfather's knife they got into a bit too, right? Yeah. Yep. Is that you think, they'll, you think they'll flesh that out in the next movie? I don't know. Because that I don't know. knife was like they like could cut him, right? And that was kind of a yeah. Oh yeah. Because like normal does, blades right? can't cut him, so it's like no, no, if no, that no, knife no. is special. So it wasn't that blade. They, it, it was, was an, it was an Atlantean it, blade. No, 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 no. At no. the end, the, he throws the knife and he and he like gets into his mm -hmm. chest or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like a hint know, that their grandfather so. had some deeper connection. To yeah, okay, if that's what it was. But okay, if that knife is that special, then sure. But I thought it was the switch. Like, he got an Atlantean blade. Mm -mm. But okay. How, how, yeah. Sorry. Also, how badass was it when he tries to stab him with a regular blade? And it just, like, <laughs> stops on his chest? Yeah. It's like, you always want to see, like, what, what happens when a, like, a superhero gets, like, stabbed, stabbed or shot. Yeah. Like, you always like to see how, like, the Superman would react versus, like, Aquaman versus the Flash. Like you, you want to see how they react, like how strong they are. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool just to see someone actually like just try to stab them and it just go like bing. Power level is no joke. Like, yeah, Aquaman's on par with 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 just on par with Superman. So I almost, mean, almost, he's on par with Wonder Woman. Yeah, he's not on par with Superman. 
What? Actually, Wonder Woman's uh, on par with Superman. Yeah. Bah! Not not in the DCU, maybe, but like in the comics yeah. for sure. The well, yeah. Justice League? Yeah. Yeah, but still. We're talking about the movies here. Yeah, the movie yeah world. exactly. Yeah, uh, in the movies. Superman's God. Yeah. Yeah, 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 basically. In the movies, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Sorry. Jesus, Superman, Wonder Woman. <laughs> you know, talking Superman, about Superman and Jesus are the same thing. <laughs> the same person? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Lord? <laughs> enough of our Jesus allegories with no. Superman. We, we've They're not about ours. Him. Well, listen, we're done with that conversation. We've had Fair. that conversation. It's in the All other right, podcast. Could you shut up for a second? No. Jesus. So we're going to move on. If Luciana will allow us. <laughs> you may proceed. Oh, is it because you're going to talk about how much you hate the fucking Ocean Master? I don't. Yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'll talk about that. Do it. So, no, like, it's. I thought that Orm could have been a great villain, but, like, the, the writing did him dirty, basically. Like, so I don't know much about Ocean Master from the comics, but in the movie, like, I felt like they could have made him a much more nuanced sort of villain. Hmm. Um, and they just threw everything in the kitchen sink into like he was behind everything, right? Because mm-hmm. in the beginning you don't know that you know why what, what's what's the deal with Black Manta? Why is he trying to steal a Russian submarine or whatever? Mm-hmm. And then obviously you find out that it was you know Orm arranged it, mm-hmm. so then he could attack the the Atlanteans with the the submarine while they mm-hmm. were having their weird yeah, conversation in the place mm-hmm. there and the council of the kings i think it's called yeah and where orm explained to nereus you know everything that nereus already knows <laughs> mm-hmm. but i know it's for our sake but fine but like i it's so instead of making him like a, a more almost relatable character because think about it he he is the second son and his mom you know had run away and had a, a, a child with arguably an enemy of the Atlanteans. And hmm. so, and he, he got basically saddled, quote unquote, with being the king of Atlantis, you know, as the son of, of Atlanta. And like, I understand the animosity he, he would have against Arthur, right? But then it becomes this thing where he has, he wants to be the Ocean Master and he wants to be, you know, dominate everybody and like kills the fisherman king in front of everybody like that's you know there's no consequence and oh of course he's behind black manta and also he replaced the moon with the wheel of cheese but like <laughs> what what else the, must it be his fault and he, he he becomes he starts which is weird he starts three dimensional like the you know with with a good depth to him but in the end he's just two-dimensional and and I thought that that was a, a bad thing to do for the for the. I was gonna say the customer. The customer is me to the <laughs> villain. <laughs> like I I get what you're saying, but you're like you want him more nuanced. If you're looking for nuance, I don't think Aquaman is the movie for you. Fair. It, it's not <laughs> like the whole movie doesn't really try to create too much depth in terms of storytelling. It's a very straightforward. Uh, you know, hero's tale, and I think he serves that perfectly. He's like cheesy in all the best ways. He's uh, intimidating in all the like 
best like as a fighter as a villain as he's powerful and all the yeah. right ways i think he is the perfect archetype villain for this movie i think i'm like i couldn't disagree with you more he hams it up in all the best ways like Agreed. he is screaming almost every time he talks and, yeah. and it's just like he's just always yelling to this audience there's always an audience and he's always screaming at them <laughs> and it's just fantastic so yeah, I, 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 I like control yeah, he's just you know, Ocean Master sounds like a like a metal band, and he he, he sings like oh one. yeah, that's true. Screaming to the he's always like screaming to these audiences, but I, I yeah, it. like I I couldn't disagree more. He's I, I one, he's like two, my favorite three, part four. of the movie. Yeah, exactly. But no, he's like my I think he's carries it too better than like Jason Momoa's cool. He's the coolest acting wise. I think Patrick Wilson nailed it. He's like he's the only one who could say those cheesy lines and like seem to like carry it and not make you laugh too so much. So I don't I don't mind the hamming hamming it up and the scenery chewing. I think it was great. I just I don't think it need he needed to be behind every single thing and also be like <laughs> evil. That's what I'm saying. Wrong. So but Spencer, <laughs> can you elaborate a bit more on on why we shouldn't expect this movie to to bring us nuance? Uh yeah, absolutely. Like, like the movie itself is is pretty simple, and and you can see that with the dialogue in general. It's it's like almost you can expect the words what you're going to hear before it even comes out of their mouths. It's just sort of to progress the story, and I'm okay with that. And that's like my whole point with this movie. It, well, let me just say, I I love this movie. Like, I fucking love mm. this movie. It's so stupid. I just love it. It's just hey, that, the dialogue. You save that shit for the end of the movie, sir. Yeah, I, I'm gonna get there, <laughs> sir. We're all talking like we're all, we're all talking like Chris, calling everyone sir. I've changed um, you all. <laughs> but I will say the dialogue of this movie is the only thing that is 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 probably my biggest complaint of the movie. Where if, maybe if there's better overall acting, they could have carried some of these bad lines. But some of the lines when you wa- watch this uh, movie, you just like who who ho. Oh, it's not good. Like the one line that always uh, struck out for me was the the ones where uh, she says, we don't, our our tears float away underwater, you know? And then he says, on land, we feel them. And I was just like, oh (laughs) man, you don't feel, you, uh, what? (laughs) You still feel emotion (laughs) underwater. Nope, you don't. Tears aren't emotions. Yeah, he's like talking about physically feeling the tear down your cheek. Like, what does that even matter? It's just, you could tell they were just like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and like, cut, next scene. Dude, that's not what he means. Have you never heard I'll do my crying in the rain? Hmm. So that you don't see the emotions. How, so how are you going to do AHA bad that way? Like, yeah, it's, are you, they hide their emotions. <laughs> that's, that was the subtlety of that line that underwater because they float away their, their tears yeah. float away that wow, means they're hiding were, their emotions you were the one who said I wasn't supposed to expect nuance and, and subtlety yeah, in this movie I, I, I think you're looking for nuance there too and it's not it's, and I think you was found like, it no I think somebody was like oh, their tears float away underwater and like yeah yeah let's use that it's poetic yo <laughs> Luciano, um, uh, that what you asked for, bro? Yeah, it's, <laughs> come three sixty. It's it's like grade seven poetry, poetic. You know, it's, open it's, your heart. It feels like they wrote that line similarly in the way that the line was written. In uh, I'm going to spoil this for some people. I'm not going to say the line just to make it easier, but in um, 
WandaVision where Vision oh. has that line at the end of the show. And right. like that, that line hit hard. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. And it, it feels like they wrote this line expecting the same reaction. And we're all just yeah. like, what? Yeah. My theater like audibly laughed in that scene in when I saw it. And I, I, I love this movie, but that scene and, and yeah. many other like one-liners are like, whew. Yeah, I, I think I groaned mm-hmm. like bad on that line too. Yeah. Also, just just as a throwaway, I don't like Nicole Kidman as Atlantis. Just saying. Yeah, really? she, she's pretty weak. Hmm. I agree. I think, uh, yeah, she, she doesn't get to act much, honestly. True. Yeah, she doesn't have much to work with. I think I think Atlantia. It's really confusing Wait, that she's what, Atlantia. Atlanta. Atlanta. She's just Atlanta. 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 I thought it was Atlanta actually originally. It's no, not. just one T. Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. Toronto. <laughs> no, no. It's just. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Fuck you, because there's a two T's in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There's only one T. It's Atlanta. Yeah. Um, okay. Because uh, so this is this is one of my pieces about this movie that's a bit confusing, and and I'll I'll save that to the end the naming conventions because they're really confusing. But what I wanted to talk about here is how fucking tropey this movie is, and and I say that with disdain, but really I think it it's to the movie's benefit. And what I mean by tropey is it hits on all the the things you've seen in every movie before. There's no surprises, you know. Like the reason why I'm talking about this now is Atlanta is supposedly dead right and and then we find her alive right before he goes in to find the secret spear he's looking for or sorry trident he's looking for so, and then he's also an orphan and he has an evil half-brother and his evil half-brother is a genocidal maniac who happens to know everybody's a secret spy and he's always tricksies in behind the background like luciano talked about like he's he's got the sub to trick Dolph longer and into joining his side like they use those tropes, the the trial by fire, right? Like you got to fight to the death to see who's king. They use those tropes to help keep the pacing of the movie up because they go through so much shit in this movie so quickly that by relying on those tropes, you don't have to explain to people what's happening, right? It's like trial by fire, winner's king. You're like, okay, I got it. They're going to try to kill each other. And then he's probably going to escape because we're way too early in the movie for him to be killed. Um, and so it, it's surprising that they get away with like – Normally, when there's a tropey movie, I'm like, holy shit, tropes again. But I was surprised at how much it didn't bother me to use all those tropes. Yeah, well, it's, I, I mean, I keep going back to it, but it's like this movie isn't designed to be a, a twists and turns, like rewriting the, the genre of superhero movie. It's just, it's such a ridiculous concept that if you go down that road of trying to make this like new, not just this like, visually and world building the super weird but also having a story that's very weird it's like almost like they they picked what which which direction to push the envelope and they chose to go with the you know the tone and the and the look and the silliness and everything that's like pushed to the max but as a result they're keeping the story uh you know concept and and storytelling in general very simple so it's you know it's not so it's not too wacky it's like keep that relatable and that way we can go harder in the other ways. At least that's how I took it. Mm-hmm. I hear you both. What uh, I think there's a there's like a critical piece that's missing that uh, that I think is present that those who aren't 
familiar with the comics are getting the the benefit of like because you're seeing it unfold so being the comic nerd i am the the presence of like the political like landscape in, in the underwater world watching it play out and giving us this like this like scan of how things work what the backstory is of like atlantis the way things were before da, da, da. and then the story of like the king trident um all, like seeing all that play out uh, and woven together, I, I was really, really happy with that. And so for, when Matt, you say this movie is tropey, okay, I hear you, but I would say I'm getting like a 10% Indiana Jones last cru- uh, crusade vibe, plus like a 30% Arthurian legend element uh, aspect. So I'm, I'm all for it. I think just to nail that point is I think, the, the reason why it works with it being so tropey is because of how weird certain aspects of it are, right? Especially everything underwater. Like if you try to make super complicated twists and turns and, and shit like that, and also have to, you know, let people understand that, you know, there's seven kingdoms underwater and they are all different and they have all this technology and shit. Like it would be too much. But like if you rely on, on tropes as tools instead of just cliches, it helps with the weirdness, I guess. Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's it's such a uh, uh, and like it's such an odd concept that just the whole general story. But there's so much exposition too with that world building that you can't. There's so much time dedicated to the exposition that you have to like it. It would be hard to rewrite, you know, like the the whole hero story and and go a whole new direction. It's it's easier, not easier, but I think it's better. It works better as like a, a standard hero's journey in a crazy setting. And that's essentially what it went for. And it, this movie is like, like you can feel the, the it's like 10%, like you said, uh, like Indiana Jones. And then there's like 30%. Uh, what did you say, Chris? You said it was 30% Arthurian, Arthurian like legend. Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. And then there's like 20%, you know, like Lord of the Rings. And there's like 10% LSD and 10% <laughs> Red Lobster <laughs> Restaurant. Oh, <laughs> but the sea actually. Yeah, there's just it's just like you know a little bit of everything in there, and and, and and that that would be hard to take down the swallow if it was also like, you know, like super layered story, and you know it's good just straightforward. Yeah, I mean, you guys all, all have all proved that I'm right because that's that was my point. Wait, are you using my strategy from earlier of? <laughs> No, no. Of agreeing I mean, with us? I don't know if you guys were listening to me. Saying we're wrong? I said never. never, never. No. I will never do that. No, I was. I was just surprised to agree with you again. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'll take it. Um, you won't let me talk about it, but I'll take the win anyways. No, I, my point, a question here I have for you guys is, did you find the, the, the tonal shifts in the movie off-putting at all? You know, we talk about the move to the Indiana Jones part, or we have Cyberpunk 2077 show up as they fly into the, the, the proper city of Atlantis. Yeah. And did you guys find that those tonal shifts worked, or what did they do to, to make them work for you? I think I think the tonal shifts worked for the most part. You know, I, at certain points, like I think that the desert scenes were a little bit uh, staggering, taking out of it. I love the underwater stuff, and, and uh, tonally, it is quite different from above ground stuff. But it, I think that does make it feel more magical. Like obviously, you can't have the above ground stuff feeling similar tonally to the underwater stuff because it would be like it wouldn't feel like you're seeing this whole new world. But going back to above land and going to the, the desert stuff, yeah, I would say that was probably the only tonal shift that bothered me. 
Like once they went back to underwater, it was like a breath of fresh air. Pardon my terrible, terrible pun. I just want to say that, uh, yeah, I I get that. Um, I thought it was refreshing that um, like when they're going through like the questing stuff, like the Indiana Jones like location puzzle, location puzzle. Like I love that desert uh, segment, and they're like trying to break down, and then getting like this is the quest, and da 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 da, and then well, I could have just peed on it. Like I I love that scene, and and I'm really glad it didn't take place underwater because like. So many other things, as we know, took place like um, throughout like the ocean and, and those key locations. So for me, like that was awesome. And then I also like in the beginning, um, thank you for bringing that up, Spencer. Like when that tidal wave came and uh, uh, almost killed uh, Tom Curry, and like you know damaged like a ton of like the of, of the harbor and that that seaboard. Wow. I really like that too, like especially the little jab at, hey guys, you know, you've been dumping shit in the ocean for ages. Here, here's your shit back. I really like that part. And and just to to answer the question on the tone, I think just as with everything else, I think the tonal shifts were as as blunt as the rest of the movie because they needed to be. And I think the whole idea of moving. The way, like the, the tone and the mood of, of those scenes was exactly so that it didn't get in the way of the convoluted story. So, like, you know, okay, now they're gonna go in the Indiana Jones thing. So let's, you know, even the way they they are dressed and that plane and everything kind of felt like a, a more old timey thing, and 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 I think it was on purpose, and I think it did it did its job, which was to take us from you know one sort of feeling and mentality to another when we needed to. Yeah, I, I I agree with you completely. And and the one thing I want to point out here is it allows us to get probably, and and, and I might be stepping on some toes here with this idea, but it gives us one of the greatest shots we see or parts of cinematography we see in in the DC universe mm. when when they reach the trench and they they dive into the trench with the flares, mm-hmm. and and I I think it's it's such visually arousing for lack of a better term <laughs> do it jesus it's so visually arousing i'm just like like fuck yeah go beat the shit out of those trench monsters you know mm. like of course what did you think oh my god movie chef's kiss from cinematography uh standpoint like from the beginning like when we're just like the the the, the sort of like you know two worlds coming together and then like mommy daddy and like baby and then it's like boom uh atlantean soldiers coming to come fuck them up and then like blah 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 and then right there like atlanta's like "Ah, i'm gonna fuck you all up it was like (laughs) slap in the face action i was like wow that's probably not nicole kidman but she's holding her own the camera's like swooping around and i was like whoa this movie is not fucking around thank you and then like uh like when mara had her uh rooftop chase scene i think that was in italy um yeah yeah like really really good pacing and then um oh my god and it's like giving us what we want and like visually and then just all those beats like aquaman versus orm the first and like the first time and then the second time on top of that sub and then just like owning uh orm with the with that that atlantean like you know like trident uh like trident foo like water trident foo trident foo awesomeness <laughs> nice, nice. Like, i like i was like yes get his ass and then like like yo the action and the cinematography and then oh my god so many 
like juicy, juicy areas for us to just take in. Visually arousing? Goddamn. Yes. Holy fuck. And then like, he finally gets to try it and 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 it like all and like connects and syncs up with his fucking tel- uh, telepathic powers. And there's just the like, fucking power. And then like, like fucking and he's got the craft in and he's like, Rah! It, it, like, it sounds fuck. like Chris, Chris is yeah. visually hard. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, I think he needs a minute. It was great. It was great. Chris, I was like, take, take a second. Aquaman, like they did this with Aquaman. Yeah, I I I really enjoyed also the the visuals. Yes, but like I was, uh, you were talking about that fight scene in Italy. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. I just I love it so long and like it's just destruction. Like we've all established by now that the DCU heroes do not give a flying fuck about property damage. So let's just inflict maximum property damage in this quaint little villa in fucking Italy. Yeah. Whatever. I'm glad you learned that by now. <laughs> well, I mean, I have no choice, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm watching these movies. I better learn. People but are scum. I, People are I scum. Really, <laughs> they deserve I really to like die. that that fighting. And I like that, you know, Mera holds her own. It's not just like, oh, save me. Like she kicks some fucking ass too there. Right. Mm-hmm. And and she uses yep. like magic and she uses just brute force. Mm-hmm. And and I really enjoyed the the visuals of that fight. And and yeah, I think the best visually, the best scene is that the, the scene that Matt described, the the descent into the trench. It's so visually, I guess arousing if that's the word we're using. I'm uncomfortable, but that's please, fine. Please stop using that word. <laughs> Keep doing it. <laughs> Most awkward term of the podcast. Visually arousing, yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I don't care. I'm going to use it. I'm going to stick by it. I'm not. Oh, I'm not where. I'm not where Chris is with it. I'm just. My interest is peaked. Maybe you need to be. Maybe, maybe I'll get there by the end of my, by the end of this. But, you know, I, I also want to point out, like, just the beginning where they show show Aqua Dad's town, like the, the little seaside town he lives in. Mm-hmm. Like before, they absolutely destroy it with all the garbage and, and uh, you know, the giant tidal wave. That's like the most gorgeous idyllic town I've ever seen. Mm, like it's yeah. gorgeous. I want to live in that place. And and they do a great job. Like, you know, as much as I said it was Cyber 2077 when they go to uh, Atlantis, like it all looks cool. It's all got its own feel. And and it's just a credit to James Wan as a director. Like, or Wan? Wan? I don't Wan. Sure that. Wan. Like, you know, he's done some really good movies. And he, you know, he's taken movies in the, the Fast and the Furious franchise and done some really good work with it. Mm-hmm. And it shows he's a talented action director that knows how to sequence those things up uh, very well. And, and it was it's just a pleasure to watch his action sequences because as much as I don't think Black Manta should have been in it, his fight with uh, Aquaman in Sicily is just chef's kiss i'm back to being visually stimulated mm-hmm. and and aroused <laughs> for getting, sure getting worked up <laughs> i'm getting worked up I gotta tell you here it working comes. up a sweat <laughs> and don't get me started on the trench <laughs> uh i'm gonna meet myself now yeah matt take a take a breath um yeah i i first of all this movie if we could all agree without the visual uh, elements of this movie this movie would be absolute complete trash Right, yes. like if this movie didn't have amazing balls to the wall visuals and cinematography, yeah. this movie would have bombed harder than BVS, and that is saying something. It would have been <laughs> like the twenty seven, uh, twenty eighteen uh, Waterworld. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. my god! <laughs> and you, you know, all the reviewers would be like, "This doesn't have a big splash." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it. This movie would have been the next Green Lantern. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that movie is visually terrible. Um, yes. So let's not go there. But I will say, like, th- th- <laughs> when this movie, when you watch this movie, though, like, you have to be like, you have to give them credit. You cl- like, clearly, they worked their fucking asses off to make this movie look good. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, they got snubbed for best visual effects Oscars that year. Mm-hmm. I remember I thought it was a shoe in and it didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, they clearly could have CGI'd like all the movement, but instead they do a lot of like wire work for underwater stuff and they add the water, yeah. obviously, and they CGI their hair to float. Mm-hmm. But they like worked so hard to make it look like, realistic ish underwater like not like just like an iron man suit floating around you know what i mean like it was mm-hmm. like they actually have them doing a lot of stunt work that they put with that they fixed with cgi which is like the best you know cgi on its own is great but it's more it's better when it's a tool used to enhance right and that's mm-hmm. what he did so fantastically and um yeah i just visually the whole movie is like just fucking so good i love i love the feel of this movie you know it's one of those movies that i can put on in the background and just like just let it go because I like it just feels awesome. And Immersive. Just, yeah, it's just like a great vibe and it like ten just awesome. Ten out of ten visually, cinematography, that trench scene. Oh, now I'm rock hard too. Yeah. What a total <laughs> You're visually aroused. Uh-oh. Gotcha. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh one thing that I remembered the first time I watched it, um, uh, because you know, when we see the underwater stuff that happens in uh Justice League. Is it just as the yeah that uh, you know they Mira Mira does that those bubble things? Oh, so dumb! It, yeah. Right, and I was like, oh shit, is this gonna be the whole fucking movie with the bubbles? And I really like the way that they did. Like, it's not super awkward. You don't see like little bubbles. Like, they don't make like <laughs> like they don't do anything like that. Who, whose idea and, was that? That the bubble? I, I'm pretty sure it was I, Zack Snyder, unfortunately. Probably, <laughs> but it's like. They couldn't do a full movie like that. Like, what were they thinking? Like, exactly. And I, I remember being scared. Idea. Yeah, yeah, I remember was... being very scared that that was going to be the case. And I, I thought the way that they choreographed stuff in underwater, the fighting, and even like the movement, the way they move, like it's very natural. It feels. It, I believe that they have lived their entire lives underwater. Right. And they they could have. It, it was. Go ahead. I was going to say they could have fixed that bubble thing in the new Zack Snyder Justice League. And I thought they were yeah. going to because it came out after. They just take away the bubble. And instead, yeah. Mare, Mare is just British. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah. They, they yeah, didn't fix that's this. True. <laughs> they made this work. I, for, I forgot about that. Yeah, and she's just like, loses the accent completely. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, hey, Arthur. The bubble makes you have a British accent. Yeah. It's the only oh, one. That's what it is. That's oh, what it is. That's what that is. Yep. Wait, yeah. just to be clear, are you, you're, you guys were hating on the bubble when she and Arthur were having that conversation before he backs away Jesus style into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What mm-hmm. was wrong with that? Her, that? That's like she's a water mancer. No. Yeah. Why, but yeah, why but would why they, would they it? need it? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And <laughs> like, like, right. Right. That's dumb. You set <laughs> the you set the precedence there that like every conversation between people in the water needs to be in an air bubble. Yeah. In which case, like, no one American talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, how is there a whole society that lives underwater that needs air to communicate? So many, who okayed that? Yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> it's like, so really, dumb. it makes no sense. And, and I like that <laughs> I they know. made it into, like, they spun it into a plot point that only the highborn can breathe water, breathe, uh, breathe yeah, air. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how that translates into every single one of those trench monsters also being able to breathe air, but that's for the nitpick side of things. Mm-hmm. I'll leave what? it for later. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did come out of the water. Oh, for yeah. For like a second, though. 
No, they're on no, the mast. No, no. They're like clowning yeah. around, having a party. They're yeah. fighting in the boat. It makes no sense. But whatever. That's a, a, a minor nitpick. They were trying to be like war boys, <laughs> trying to like fling themselves <laughs> off the top of the mast into the water. <laughs> yeah, they can hold their breath. There, that's it. I mean, they can hold their water. <laughs> you know what? I'll allow it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. So we're all visually aroused, some more than others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. That's great. Um. I, I think that the last thing we need to talk about is just the, the tenor of this movie because it, it does it does come across in a very specific way. And you think about, you know, I think about some of the previous movies we've seen in, in, in this series and I'm looking at you, Zack Snyder, how dark and disturbed and like just emo, like strong 1990s emo kids vibes we get from all those movies. But in this movie, <laughs> we get such a different vibe, right? And it's like refreshing, because of how simple it is. Spencer, like you could elaborate on that, right? Yeah, like I I I think that the the key success to this movie and although you know the reviews were somewhat mixed, this movie was super successful. It made over a billion dollars is because of that. It was refreshing, you know, there's a water pun in there again. Um and it was it was something that didn't take itself seriously and if you can if they tried to take this seriously, I don't think it would have worked. I think you saw that with that bubble scene in Zack Snyder's Justice League. If like you try and take it too realistic, oh, they need air to talk. You, it's not going to work. They had to go all in on being dumb and silly and and. But the the trick is to they they were were laughing at themselves. It wasn't like ha this is so stupid in like a we're putting it down sort of way. It was like this is silly. We know it, but we're going to treat it with all all the characters are going to treat it seriously. It's not like they're in on the joke and that's what makes it work. If they were like in on it and making it like they thought it was dumb too, it wouldn't work. But it's like, we know it's dumb, but they're treating it with complete seriousness. And that's what makes the movie's tone work so well. It's just like a, like a tongue in cheek, fun movie that doesn't take itself too seriously. And you have to do that because the content is so, so stupid. <laughs> well realistically this movie it's it's sort of soul is just jason momoa's like outlook on life like his his like personal outlook on life not aquaman but like jason momoa how same, he seems same to thing. live his life right yeah it's the same thing like <laughs> it takes that vibe completely and it's like he's just a happy go lucky fun loving guy who's probably made some mistakes but tries to be better about himself and like everybody around him is is on that train, right? Mm-hmm. They're all they're all on that train to to service his growth. You know, like you know, I like Willem Dafoe as an actor. I think that he did a job of acting in this movie. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> arguable. Yeah. yeah. No, he, no, I, I, I think a job of acting yeah. is perfect. <laughs> yeah. A job of acting is perfect. And, <laughs> to break that down, but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, he just you could I could have done his role. Like there was no acting needed to do what he did. Well, let's not go nuts. Listen, if you get me visually aroused, I can yeah. do whatever I need to do. What? Yeah. The, 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 oh, I'm not even going to touch that. Um, yeah. Nope. Nope. Not even commenting on I'm going to leave that where it is. I will say the best summary. I, and when, when you said the best cinematography in this whole DCU is in this movie, I assumed you were talking about the scene where the octopus played the drums. Because that is the greatest oh, scene so, of the movie. It's so stupid. Oh, and, Star Wars! Star Wars wants to give you a phone call. About and bad cinematography. Yeah. And when that yeah. and that scene, when that octopus plays the drums, that sums yeah. up the tone of this movie perfectly. It's like <laughs> this is so stupid, 
but it's also a goddamn octopus <laughs> playing the goddamn drums. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out of this movie theater. Yo, real quick, that's actually comic accurate. Like Aquaman trained an octopus, an octopus to uh, to, oh, to play the drums, and his, the octopus's name he gave it a name, Topo. Oh my god, Topo shout out. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you right before the octopus, right after the octopus playing drums, you get the little like card for each of them for the fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cons and bronze. <laughs> yeah, it's the like fight card. Cons, no. a dirty, a dirty lander or whatever. Drunk. Like it's so ch- yeah, drunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's so like this is that's that's the one scene, especially with the way that that Orm is like yeah with the crowd <laughs> yeah. and everything. It's like, this is the scene where the movie goes, okay, now I'm going to indulge in how dumb I am. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the turning point. Like, if you're in, if you're not in, leave. If you're in, if you enjoy this, you can enjoy this movie because it's awesome. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is, it does signify the movie where it's headed. Like, it's just, leave the theater here. This is your mm-hmm. last exit point on this, <laughs> last this crazy, warning, But you won't crazy, want to. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah. And like, so I think we've we've nailed what we like of this movie, what we didn't like of this movie to some degree. But you know, let's get into our favorite section because the script doctor. I feel like the script doctor yes. has some work to do. Uh, script mm-hmm. doctor, can you take us through some of the things you would doctor up to to fix? So believe it or not, with this movie, I don't think that as the other DC movies are have big big flaws, like huge gaping flaws that are holding the movie back. This movie is is very simple and it works to be simple i think the actual the only thing that needs to be fixed in this movie is take out some of those terrible lines have will will defoe wake up because <laughs> i don't think he knew he was being filmed <laughs> uh man i would take out the i t- I, I said um i remember when i saw the movie i don't think you need the kids scene like i, I would have taken that out him as a kid yeah, I don't. I don't think it was necessary. The kid acting was. Uh, I don't want to bully a child, but quit. You should <laughs> but quit. I'm going to. You should quit I'm acting. Gonna, I don't want to bully a child, but I will. I don't want to. I don't want to bully a child, but uh, you shouldn't Jesus. be able to look in the mirror after that performance. No, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm just joking. Wow. I did my best. Random, random child. No, all the young actors, even the teen one of him, are yeah. I thought were pretty weak, and the bullies that bully him at the. Aquarium, which oh, is also hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they're like just just that whole scene. I would be like, yeah, we can leave it on the cutting room floor. Like, people are sick of origins. We we get it. He's Aquaman. Like, you I need- think the the one that does him at like whatever sixteen, fifteen, the one that that practices with Volko and everything. Mm-hmm. Aside from the cheesy lines of "Wow, I can speak underwater." Yeah, like, oh, that kid know, was. That- yeah, but I know I thought it, he was not that bad, and I also appreciate that they hired like very, like varied or diverse actors to play Arthur Curry throughout the years. They didn't just stick with with one. Mm. Um, that you, being said, was that necessary? Nah. Yeah, no. Are you <laughs> are you defending children? Because yes, I am. that goes against every part of my being. Aren't you a parent? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just confused. asking. I'm just asking. Yes, yes, I am, and uh, that's why. Wow, <laughs> to, to, okay. to make a good child actor in this generation, yeah. I really expect your child to be the best child actor. Yeah, I think oh. you're gonna Tiger Tiger Woods' dad. <laughs> him, <laughs> He's a great father figure, and I'm gonna be just like him. 
<laughs> um, I, one, one of the points I wanted to bring up here, it was really quick, and, and I don't know if you guys caught it, but when they showed the devastation around the world of the different cities and stuff, did you notice that the city they showed or place was Newfoundland? Um, no. And there was an aircraft carrier that was rolled into this nice idyllic town of Newfoundland that just, it didn't fit. Like, I just don't know, what, what was that aircraft carrier doing up by Newfoundland? Why was it? <laughs> I assume it's St. John's. Like, I don't know where it was. It's oh. keeping the Newfies inland. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know about Canada's secret uh, arms uh, set up over there? DARPA? Ready for war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's called Shield, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What? It's, it's, that's the wrong universe, I sir. know. Yeah, I know. I, I hate you for that. But, like, I, it was just, it was really weird that they, they chose, like, I feel like they just made these scenes of, like, I don't know, stick Canada on it and stick, like, I don't even know. I, I didn't even remember the other cities. I just noticed that Newfoundland was there with an aircraft carrier stuck in it. Was just in stock air. image of waterside towns. <laughs> and they just like used it whatever they had if we're nitpicking that scene by the way i like the the uh uh you know the environmental message of him of orm's plan like actually, oh yeah i'm like yeah Same. this guy makes sense like we are dumping shit in the oceans the only thing i i question is he causes a tidal wave that throws all of our garbage back on the land and it's like to send a message it's like wait if you can do that just do that like yep. get Get the garbage out. Like, that's your big complaint. You have the ability to get rid of it. Like, <laughs> nah. Just do it. So, no, we got to, we got to, I got to unite the seven kingdoms and become the ocean master. You can't hold a grudge if you don't have the grudge to hold. You can't yeah, yeah. complain about the garbage if you keep pushing it back to them. <laughs> yeah. You think he wants to be a martyr, is what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get that. Well, that's, that's my whole point with, you know, Orm being over the top. I get that he, he, you know, nothing in this movie is, is subtle, but it, I think it was too much. Like, the, just not the acting, but the angst. It was too much angst. But mm. what, one thing that I wanted to ask you guys, if you can come up with an answer, because I didn't. So that last scene, uh, or one of the final scenes where um, Arthur goes to pick up the, the trident from, from King Gatlin, right? And he talks to that gigantic kraken or whatever the fuck that is. And... Um, so he picks up, he does the thing, he gets the trident, and then he comes back to through that waterfall. And where did the uniform come from? Was it, does it come? The, no, but it wasn't. I looked. I no, went no, back it, and looked. It's not the same. It's, it's basically on the king. <laughs> it's not the same. What do you mean it's not the same? It doesn't look nothing like what the king is wearing. I looked. Mm. I went back and looked. And it was like, did it come with the package? Was it a like a... Was that a compartment where you could pull the armor off? I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. whatever. Bro, they, it doesn't matter. Bro, they put an aircraft cool. carrier in Newfoundland. It can be, the king was wearing some <laughs> yellow shit. It's close enough. Yeah, yep. he, he had it altered. He had some fish alter it for him. Yeah. This, the, you know, I powers, what, yo. When the, I tre- when the trench isn't trying to murder everything, they're actually really great tailors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fun, fun fact. Trench, <laughs> trench coat. Yeah. Put it together. That's where it came from. Yeah. Ah, um, why the, Can you imagine if he had a trench coat just coming just to make that joke? Oh, boy, I would have God. loved that. <laughs> it wouldn't have been that out of tone for this movie. Yeah. No, it would not. <laughs> yeah, that is. Shout to the. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the, the crack and who uh, Mary Poppins, right? Julie Andrews. Oh yeah, that's fun. right. Yeah, who's awesome? Her. Uh, she was yeah. great. I really. I'm sorry. That. The Kraken was Julie Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy wow. shit! I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Really? Oh yeah, my yeah. God. That's uh, she's really, really good at it. She 
She's awesome. Very convincing as a very scary, gigantic monster. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Shame on you. She's a treasure. <laughs> has, anyone yeah. ever, has anyone ever told I'm... you you could play a sea monster? Yeah, and she was like, of course I can. I'm fucking Julie Andrews. I get that all the time. <laughs> Have oh the god. face for a voice of a sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the oh. sea monster leads me to a question. Um, so, so to be the ocean master, he needs to subjugate the Oh, the brine, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. So they bring um, the Atlanteans, the Fisher people. Who is uh, Dolph Lundgren in charge of? He, he's oh, uh, Zobel. Kingdom. Zobel. Why, are they, like that. why do they have such a weird name when everybody else is like the Desert Kingdom and the Brine Kingdom? <laughs> they were the edgy kids. Do you see his hair? I think his hair was dyed red. Clearly, he's like a little out there. You know, he's got style. Yeah, so, so his hair could match his daughter's. Anyway, it's not important. Yeah. I don't care if the hair matches the whatever. But I, my <laughs> Why question... do you have to make everything dirty? It's <laughs> huh? a special gift. My question uh, is... Z-Bell. Z-Bell is the name. Z-Bell. So my question about this is... Sounds like a cryptocurrency. They yeah. have this humongous battle between the Brine and everybody else. But like, why didn't they just like take that army they had and go attack man already. Like, what do they need the brine for? Like, it was, it was the world's most epic battle. But it just seemed like they were just going to kill each other and have no army left over to attack the humans with. I mean, how else well, was he going to be Ocean Master? That's the thing. Again, Orm being too much. Hmm. But, Are you but saying you didn't want to see him fight an army of lobsters? <laughs> oh, by the they're, way. They're crab King... people, sir. King, King Brian was voiced by John Reese yeah. davis yeah, yeah, Gimli. That was awesome. Also great. He has yeah. like one line. It's fantastic. Doesn't matter. Doesn't it's matter. so good. But he didn't. Yeah. It's like he. It's like I was like I remember watching in the theater, not knowing that was him, and being like, I like this Crab King guy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like he really in one line he made me. He's like, we will never serve you. Like he's about to die, yeah. and then yeah, yeah it was fantastic. <laughs> I was like, I'd follow him. So let me ask this then: What what does the, the power of the Ocean Master give you? Exactly. The it power over like the seven kingdoms. You, you yeah, so get, what? Title. You get a lame name and, uh, and you, a lot of people. Do you get a gift certificate or like a plaque <laughs> or something? To Red Lobster. Gift, to Red gift, Lobster. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> gift certificate to what? CVS? <laughs> no, Red Lobster. That's well, a, I, that I, is a good question, though. It's like, I think he gets control over all the armies. Yeah. but yeah. He explains it. He's right, killing the he, armies. He's destroying the army to get control of it. Now, maybe the crab people spawn at like a ridiculous rate. I don't know. But it just seems like the plan, like I get, I get his plan, but like it, it falls apart very quickly when you start to think about it. It's like, okay, you're going to attack. You're going to take all the people you collected so far to attack the other people and then kill everybody. And you'll be the ocean master, but you'll have no one to be in charge of because the, the, like I, like the, it seems like the, the staff they get from Atlan is that controls the trench, but not the ocean master title. Like with the ocean master title, like the trench would just would listen to him at that point. No, they wouldn't. I don't think the trench no. listened to anybody. I I think the idea was that like he did with the fisherman kingdom, if he could kill the the king, then they would fall in line. I don't know how yeah. that would actually nope. happen. But. No, because um Dolph says, don't kill him. We need yeah. him alive. Dolph. We need him alive. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Dolph. He's, I know. He had, hey, if you respect that man, I believe he has a, like, a degree in like uh, like bioengineering or something, like a PhD. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's and a, I, I actually like him as Nereus. I thought he was, go- I like I thought he was awesome. When I found out he yeah. was casted as him, I was like, uh-oh, this movie's going <laughs> in a bad direction. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. 
I'm like, this is starting to look like Expendables 3. Unless I was starting to get worried. But no, he was good in it. And yeah, I think he's... But in that scene, you're right. He says, don't kill him, we need him. And then he's like, yeah, okay. Will you, you know, become... Join him, join me. And he says, you could kill me, but you'll never... never yeah, you'll never have yeah. my allegiance. Yeah. And then um, I'm like, fucking awesome. I'm like, I never thought I'd love a crab so goddamn much. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yep. and then yep. he's like about to kill him, which means I think like the other guy, if he killed him, he would have taken over. Hmm. Yeah, so it's I agree with Matt. It's it's kind of like, what was the game plan then? Okay, so we kill each other, and now we have seven people to attack the surface. That's not gonna work. Well, the other argument would be that like maybe in this battle, it's only like one percent of either of their armies. You know, so that, that's a scary thought. So well, given how many people there are in the trench, yeah. So it could be like, yeah, this battle could determine who controls the other ninety percent of their armies. Yeah, that's like. I'm like filling in gaps, right? They never said anything like that. Well, I, my problem with that is if you're the aqua people, aqua people, they're all aqua people. God damn it. If you're the Atlanteans, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that might make sense. But if you're the brine, you just bring everybody because you don't want to lose, right? You wouldn't hold reinforcements. You beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that battle has one purpose and one purpose only is to look cool, which yeah. it did. Yeah. Cracking and, time. And you make some good points, but also... Did you see that octopus playing the drums? Because <laughs> Tobo. that answers everything. <laughs> Dude, this fight is the reason. Like fucking when Arthur comes back with the trident, he's riding a fucking kaiju. Yeah. Yo. How fucking cool is that? Yeah. yeah all right. That was so awesome. Are you shitting me? If you said that's all right, you you gotta you gotta He he lost consciousness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, the, all the blood was rushed to his boner and he passed yeah. out. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember the last half hour of the movie. <laughs> yeah. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> Passed out. Yeah. But he came, and then he came too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well done, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, shit. thanks, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all knew it would come to this. Do we have other depicts? I have a couple other ones, but I... I go for it. Oh, go, go for it, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the um, the orchestration and and like the you know the sustaining music, except for the friggin' pop top twenty bullshit. Like when they go to, when they're, they're they're flying into the desert and stuff. Yes. Like that. Yeah. What's with the frigging remix no Toto idea. Africa? Fuck off! Like right, Luciano, who loves no, the fucking no, 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 pop no, no. music. This one, from... I have a note exactly mm, for that part. Mm, okay. There's a mm -hmm. weird soundtrack choices after Arthur and Mero walk out of the ocean into the desert. I mm -hmm. wrote that exactly like that. It's and it is weird. And Toto is a bad choice. It's a yep. racist song. Mm. Just no. You put but you're okay with Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's great. Fuck you. You, you put some respect. <laughs> you put some respect on Ocean to Ocean by Pitbull. That oh is what God. it is. You say no. Toto's racist? Do I not know this? Well, Africa is very racist. Go go read the, the lyrics. The country or the song? I think you mean the song. No. The continent. The, the song. The yeah. song. The song. Well, song what, thank you. <laughs> What's racist about uh, Toad? I know this is off topic, but uh, is it singing about off topic. Go, Kilimanjaro? Go read it. Yeah, the the whole idea of someone coming, some white person coming there and doing that shit and all, whatever. It's just completely <laughs> off topic. Go yeah. read the fucking lyrics yourself. <laughs> I only I only listen to the Pitbull version. I am sorry. <laughs> and this is why it should have never been in the damn movie. Like, like I said, like they strip that fucking shit out. And let let the orchestration stand because like it was really good. It was 
consistent stable it, it brought you from every from like each set piece it was so good like i, I honestly think that that was uh like a joke the pitbull song because my audience my my theater was laughing and i'd like to assume that was a joke because I, <laughs> otherwise yeah, like for yeah. a director with that much you know tact as one of james wan who's like such a he's very you're right he's very capable director it was hmm. so off off tone like not off tone just like tone deaf sorry tone there deaf. you go it was just like wait what and i remember like yeah. my theater laughed and i got to imagine that was done intentionally because this is like a quasi uh comedy movie it's Maybe. such an unfortunate misstep and and you know what based on like we it, we all recognize that james ron's a good a, a capable director my gut feeling is fucking wb you blame everything on WB. You goddamn well, right. He's not wrong. <laughs> Prove like, us wrong. They metal. I bet you Pitbull is like under contract with WB Records or something. They're like, mm. we got to get more Pitbull in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, that really grind my gears. Um, well, well, Spencer looks up whether Pitbull's under contract to WB yes, Records, yes. which I don't think is a real thing. Um, uh, we'll <laughs> see about that. I want. I, I this is weird to me, and I just wanted to bring it up because um, Aquaman: A Rise of the Sub that. Uh, the Black Manta team have has stolen from Russians, and and Aquaman breaks in and saves the Russians. But why does he? Why does he have all the Russians get out of the submarine? What do you mean? Well, he puts them all into like dinghies after he surfaces the sub. Which I'm not sure the sub would actually stay surface. I don't think it works like that. But I don't know enough about submarines to question it. But he surfaces the submarines. He puts them all into dinghies, and then he goes back in to to get rid of the rest of the guys. And then. Because uh, Black Manta's dad's a douche, he tries to shoot him, and then he ends up sinking the ship. But like, did Aquaman know his dad was going to sink the ship? Like, why did the Russians have to leave this up? Did you guys see the octopus playing the drums? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't right. think there's a real reason. My bad. That. Okay, so we're not we're not doing nitpicks anymore. We're not having these conversations. We're just I mean, drumming octopuses. I'm pretty sure I answered your question. <laughs> I don't think there's a reason. Like he, he just goes back to finish up the, the the other guys. I think he's just like, yeah, the submarine's fucked and it's gone. Because come on, they were shooting everything around there. Like the fact that it didn't just sink on its own is is impressive to me. Like I don't think it's a good idea to fire guns within like the bridge of a submarine. Mm. Yeah, but I don't the- think submarine submarines aren't made of like paper mache. Mm. No, but you still don't want to fuck up the controls, right? Especially mm. if. As we found out later, Black Manta was supposed to take that sub and do something with it, right? He did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Somehow he yeah. still did it, which confuses me too. Exactly. So it's either so if he could still do it, then why did the Russians need the dinghies? I don't know. I it's I think I have weird. a reason for that though. Go like, for it. They're ho- like they sent out um, the distress call, so hostages get the hostages to safety, go in, fuck up the people who caused the situation. Okay. Okay, but yeah, he, just, he just wanted them, uh, yeah, like safe, I guess, out of uh, harm's way. Because, because as you know, DC characters really care about collateral damage. They, <laughs> they don't like hurting people. Honestly, Aquaman might. He's the only person yeah. I've seen who didn't mm. just go of his way to destroy. Like, but, he, but how many of his buildings. own people did he destroy with that Kraken monster? Well, they're all evil. Fuck them. But are they though? Because they're just following their king. Oh, and then we're, not now gonna play, we're not going to play this game of like we're soldiers evil when they're perpetrating the, the instructions they got from their soul armies or their captains because that's, know that's a whole to. whole podcast of shit. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. called World War II. Look it up. Uh, well, World after War you look up 
too, like Africa. Too, like T O O. Sure, if that gets yeah. you to where you well, need to be. World well, War as well. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I can't. I I don't see it on Google. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I'm pretty sure Google will spell check your T O O into two and get you where you need to be. <laughs> the, like the only thing that Aquaman does that is slightly, uh, like. Not not unhinged, but like dangerous is when he he knocks that bell to save that kid and almost like kills three other people. But otherwise, he's not like the other ones. Like the Atlanteans, obviously don't give a fuck. They come to Italy and they're just fucking people's village for no mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. But like nobody else does care, right? They just shoot everything. Atlanta didn't care about fucking Tom's house. The moment the Atlanteans came in, like there's a scene where she like tosses one of the guys and then tosses the sofa and then tosses the trident. I'm like, yeah. lady, yeah. what are you doing? This is your house now. No, no, no. You're not a parent. That's why. Dude. And like, no. You keep bringing no. that up. It's Dude, the, it's, no. the, it's the golden card. Like, you come into my house, you threaten my loved ones, I'm taking any and everything and I'm fucking laying you to waste. Okay, but th- th- that did nothing because the guy just walked back in. And after she kills him, doesn't she uh, go there anyways? That's yeah, right. that, yeah. Like why? That did was she, why up. didn't she just leave? Yes. Why didn't she just go with them without having to kill them all? She's just going to go anyways. Dominance and then like control, <laughs> controlling the situation. No, dominance. No, right. this is what it is. All of the DC heroes have some sort of a contract with like a uh, a company that that I don't know sells cement or something, and then they have to in, like do the most destruction they can. So that, that that company can come in and rebuild everything. That's what it is. That was a long way for that joke. I, I don't know if I was, it wasn't I even know, that good a joke. I don't know if I went along with you for that. <laughs> you I just said Illuminati, but uh, yeah. <laughs> call back to the drum octopus, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of badly set up moments, um, <laughs> the the scene that I, if my one not one nitpick, but one thing that I, I remember the scene that bothered me was the scene i like the italy fight scene but the romance scene where the kid brings the pinocchio book to mara and it's like this like and he like hands her the flowers and she eats them and i was just like (laughs) there's a weird song playing too that whole scene was like i thought really try hardy like trying to their their chemistry to me was like non-existent non-existent like so bad like dc romances go uh wonder woman and uh, steve trevor the best uh batman and alfred number two uh superman uh and lois lane number three and then this would be the the, like the worst like so wooden batman the flash is ahead of that (laughs) yeah batman the flash oh wait 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 wait. batman Batman the joker what about rick flag and june moon oh yeah june moon (laughs) oh i know you're joking but actually their relationship i would is more believable than uh well Aquaman's yeah of course. shame on all of you mm, it's to tell what? like it is no there's no chemistry between them chris what's your ranking of of dc relationships then where are you gonna put uh, Aqu- aquaman and mare i would actually put it above batman and alfred but oh. underneath but what? underneath underneath wait for it 
Topo and the drums. <laughs> <laughs> well, Val, now you lost me in the first half, but but, uh, but you got I'm me in the second. Rocking uh, back with yeah. you, yeah, but now I'm right back there with you. Yeah, and I am going to the moon. But it was like adorable towards at the like at the end. It's like so like like you know the movie's wrapping and he's like, "What do I do now?" And she's like, "You you be their king." And then he gave her the most like adorable kiss on the forehead. And I was like, "Aw, jeez." Yeah, no, no, I see what you mean. That, that scene is actually re- very endearing. You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. I will say their but, but, their kiss. Sorry to interrupt, uh, but their kiss their kiss is one of the most epic kisses in movies. And when unnecessary the, when they're kissing yeah. in the middle of that battle. <laughs> Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. just I, crazy. I was watching it with, with my fiance, and I said to her, "I'm like, so like, what happens like after that kiss? Like five years down the road, they're just like living together. And she's like, why don't you kiss me like you did in the middle of that like battle where Atlant- Atlantis was fighting the brine? Like, <laughs> like you can't top that. It's just so epic, and the rest of it's just gonna be downhill." He's like, "Damn it, Mara, let that go. Yeah, can't all be like not, that." And it's not like, oh, it's this is a kiss. I'm excited about this battle. This is a kiss of like, oh, maybe we should just quit this battle and go do something else. That's what that kiss looks like. Yeah. And, and then they just break off and go like, oh, well, I guess we'll go back to Keely. Back to the murder. Yeah. yeah. Back to I, being visually aroused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's a very epic kiss that would have probably been better at the end of the battle, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah. But I, I agree with you, Chris, that 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 kiss on the forehead, mm-hmm. like, it's more like looking at a future together than anything more than that. And it's very endearing. I agree. Mm-hmm. That you. being said, the scene with the flowers is kind of, I was yeah, also like, what really, is that? What like, is that? Waiting for an explosion to interrupt that scene. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I was rewarded. She bites, <laughs> yeah. She bites the flower and I get it because she probably never saw flowers before, but why does he eat the flowers too? Just to be he's funny, a I guess. No, because he's, yeah, because he's working her, you know. He's, yeah, it's his ah, game. and everybody knows that eating flowers is the way. That's how I got my wife. Hey, yeah. there he's, you go. He's being cute. Look it up once in a while. Sh- sure, yeah. let's go with that. Okay, um, I have another question. Hmm. The Aquaman lets uh, Manta's dad die. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Yeah, me too. Like, True. I don't. I don't think Aquaman should have got so broke up about it. Uh, yeah, me neither. I don't neither. think he got that broke up about it. He does. He talks about it like how like he should have saved somebody he didn't, and now he made himself an enemy. Like That guy hated him anyways. Like He didn't need an extra thing to want to murder him for. His dad killed himself by trying to shoot him and like yeah. <laughs> trapping himself. Yeah. It's, mm. he, he, that, that scene, I, I, I wrote it down because I thought it was, it was refreshing to see a hero say, you know what? You fucked this up. You fend for yourselves. I'm not going to come back and save you. You guys were fucking up. This is on you and just leave. I, I like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think he got that broken up about it. He was like, oh, that was a mistake. And yeah, that's, that's why, but, but he lets his stupid brother live because of that. Wait, no, he, that no, he lets his brother live because his brother and yeah, they want well, to set yeah, up future Atlanta says, oh, stop fighting. There's been too much killing. Yeah. So, like, his brother needs to be put to death for all the murder he perpetrated across all the oceans. No, didn't you learn killing's wrong after oh, they killed okay. all their people in a, in a war? <laughs> Almost all. Yeah. Almost. They came they, close, but there's still a population left. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot. They're going to have to start crossbreeding with crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Let it happen. Yeah. It's a circle yeah. of life. 
Just get them really drunk and see what happens. It's the only way. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree, but yeah, I also disagree. I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I got one. I visually, it's like okay, so the cinematography, like all of it, great. But in that opening uh, scene when he he um, surfaces the sub, gets in, starts doing the stuff, and then I think when some of the guys tried to like uh, like shoot him with the bullets. And his back is to the camera. Uh, either is that. Anyways, the, there was a weird visual moment where, like, there was a weird slow mo. Oh my god! I know exactly and what I, you're talking about. And it felt so. I don't know. It felt so '90s Baywatch yeah. in the worst way. <laughs> it was like it was like slow mo, but not with like proper frames yeah. per second. Like where it, it was like, like a, skipping like a, a frame. Mistake. Yeah, mm. it was like and it was right choppy. It was exactly. I, it's so funny you brought that up. I was gonna bring it up, but I thought it was too specific. No, but I know no, exactly was, what you're saying. I don't know what happened. But yeah, like, either get it right or don't use that. It was supposed to be like his badass intro part, right? Sure. It's like down, 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 and then he's yeah. like walking in slow mo. But then it was like, it was like when you film slow mo with a camera that doesn't have the proper frame rate set up. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get like out of a a jitter effect. Yeah. I don't know. Movie ruined. <laughs> yeah, but they managed to delete it. Salvage. Yeah, it was it, it was a weird thing to have for one one second of one movie like never used again and never used before that Mm -hmm. it reminded me of the the barrel scene in the lord of the rings i mean the hobbit movies when they use that gopro camera for like (laughs) one scene and it's just like oh that was weird gopros are cool let's use one for this movie yeah yeah gopros are big yeah exactly (laughs) they'll never not be as big as they are right now (laughs) in this year wb product placement (laughs) in the hobbit yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have one one last one. Hmm. Um I thought the backstory that, you know, how Atlantis ended up in the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. That explanation like I'd rather not have known. Really? Because I found I found it very contrived. Eh. Nah. I, I wouldn't say contrived. I would say it was uh maybe like could have been saved for another movie. Like could have mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's like such a big plot point. It could have been like its own big part of it another was, movie it was rushed yeah it was like very rushed explanation it was like oh yeah the same technology that powered blah 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 made us breathe underwater wait what wait how how yeah and they no have, explanation just just yeah and they evolved in like a day or like as fast as the city sank they evolved good point yeah it's weird so, so what that, would you, that's what i mean what would you have done instead not show it yeah i don't think or, you, you would have just, to show it sorry you go yeah you're, it's your point no yeah, no, just don't show it, or or just make it like just mention it. Don't don't try to make heads or tails out of it and say. Well, you know, they they we, they didn't show it; they just mentioned it. That's your. No, they about. they show it. No, they, they show it. They show the the scene with the with the flying things, and then like somebody yeah, but, in a in a hole, and then something explodes. And no, then but everything they don't. Sinking. They don't show how people learn how to breathe in a day. They just sink it, and as it sinks, it's yeah. like, and we learned how to adapt. So you can't say you can't even say we learn how to adapt. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, just say, you know, there was the blah, blah, blah in our past. And this is our penance for being, you know, um, overextending ourselves or, you know, not knowing when to stop or sure. whatever. But don't don't try to. Like, I felt like it, there's something there that they didn't get to. Yeah. And then I was like, that, that explanation is off. That's, and, a, that's yeah. a good script doctoring. That, I agree with that. I think it should have been. A throw, not a throwaway line, but it should have been like our people were once among the land too, hmm. you know. Yeah. But that all changed, and like leave so, it as a mystery for another yeah, deeper, another movie, better explanation. Yeah. 
yeah i'm cool with that yeah we didn't need them to show them using that like trident to like explode the world and cause all the power to go off for a brief instant which made everything disintegrate yeah Um, who cares it wasn't it wasn't like i obviously want to explain where the seven kingdoms came from but there's probably a better way to do it than Mm -hmm. yeah than that right i guess that's Mm -hmm. probably that's probably canon though right that's probably how it happened uh, I, don't, I don't know. Comics, if, I don't know right? if that is canon. I, I actually Chris? don't know. What? There's actually. What, what are you here you, for? You failed. So you <laughs> don't know. Well, it has been doc. Like there have been portions that Peter David have tr- has tried to to chronicle, like the history of Atlantis. I haven't read those, but oh my I think he, he gets to them. <sighs> Call yourself a nerd. Listen, I just. <laughs> Stop going outside with your wife and your daughter and get back inside. Yeah. Reading. <laughs> I invoke the Treaty of Topo. <laughs> All, right. All right. You got me back. Yeah, you lost me for a second there. But now, now I got you. Yeah. All right. I, <laughs> that's, sorry, my last nitpick. Not enough Topo the drummer. I agree. Yeah, that's fair. I think we'll end on that nitpick. So, so we've gotten to the end of this. What are what are we all feeling about our, our our ratings, Spencer? I feel like we we kind of know what you're at. So let's start with you. Where where do you rate this movie? I love this movie, and I want to give it the highest of scores, but I don't think that's fair because of the bad dialogue. With with a little bit not not great dialogue, but with cleaner dialogue and a little less cheesy dialogue, this movie could have been epic but i'm giving it a rare rating okay good i thought for a second there you're gonna say it could have been legendary and i was just yeah, i was like, gonna i was mm. gonna i hold your horses dude. yeah Come legendary on. is <laughs> legendary is for legendaries for godfather to equivalents you know that that's yeah that's my rating so okay yeah rare that's fair so you're going uh, a firm rare mm-hmm. luciano where, where are you at um i was i was torn between uncommon and rare but i think i think you know after talking to you guys you know some of some of the things that were holding me back were like yeah that's who cares this movie is fun and and it's visually arousing i guess is the word we're using again <laughs> that's the one we're using yes <laughs> we we discussed it and we chose that for some reason okay yeah. i'm just confir- just confirming mm-hmm. and and yeah i think i think you know if i'm thinking would i watch this again yeah so it's a rare for me too all right okay two rares chris Y'all are such baby handed <laughs> oh boy non Okay. No, oh. Are you serious? This movie yes. was fucking epic. Okay? I don't care. Oh, we're the ba- and we're the babies, right? You damn right. Okay. <laughs> Climb out of your cribs. Stop drinking your your little baby formula rating bullshit. And 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 and, and like I know you love it, but god damn it. Like they did this with an Aquaman movie. Like Yes, like thank you, like more of this. Yes, it has its its little its little hiccups and stuff, but like it got us where we wanted to go. And like, holy moly, like I, oh, I think someone's getting aroused again. The payoff that was a, a rush of blood to the head there. Right, the, the, that's right. <laughs> that's my rating. When he says the payoff, he's not talking about the movie. That's right. <laughs> no. You know, Topo brought us there, and then he left the room, and then and then like it, the visually arousing music queued up. Yeah, yeah. it's a payoff with a payload. Hey, cool. This, <gasps> has been, this has been a really disgusting episode. Yeah, um, <laughs> rated R. You've so, done worse. 
So, you know, it's interesting because I think we've seen Chris with his rating scale. He's always just a bit higher than us. Um, and, and I think it's going to continue because I agree with you guys. I wavered a bit on on whether I should give it a rare or uncommon because at times the movie's just like, what are you doing, movie? Like the things I've dinged other movies for, it, it does. Being tropey, having a weird soundtrack. But, but you know, what, what you said, Spencer, and what you said, Luciano, at the end of the day, it's like those things actually add to the movie in a weird way because it's just <laughs> so unapologetically, this is what we are, fuck you, that it's not as bad because the things they do well, they do so well. Uh, you know, the, the visually arousing cinematography <laughs> is, is excellent. And yeah, yeah. the characters are really fun. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, <clears throat> like even to the fact that they got Topo in there, like all those things make it a really yeah. fun movie. And, and if we're sort of classifying rare as something I'd watch again, I would definitely watch this movie again because it's just, it's just a good time. You're going to have a good time. It's not going to be like, godfather level of awesome but it's going to be you're going to have a good time you're going to be satisfied when you finish watching the movie um so i'm going to give it a, a rare for that reason Woo! we did it guys we got these guys we to vote well on a, a dc movie you know i'm, I'm proud well, not, not high enough apparently I, I, some, but. I yeah i want to take responsibility for that not james wan not the movie makers mm. me hmm. maybe chris i helped a bit too yeah, no, it's Topo. Yeah, come on, it's not you. I'd like to thank Matt. I'd like to thank Matt's boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Good night. Yeah, you're welcome. God bless. Didn't know you were talking to it. Uh, okay, that is that is all the time we have. Nope, we're done. That's that's enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're we're finished here. Um, you know, if if you wanna. Talk to us about visually arousing things. <laughs> I guess feel free to email us at your wrongcast at gmail.com. We're also on the Twitter at uh, your wrongcast. We even have a website, uh, Um Let us know what you thought of this and our choices for words. I, I'm sorry if. <laughs> If this is going to be a problem with the visually arousing thing, we beat it like a dead horse, and I started. Oh, so, why did you uh, have I to apologize. use the word beat? I know after so visually arousing. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Can't help yourself. Fuck me. Okay. Anyways, for now, I am Matt. I am Luciano. I am I'm Spencer. Chris. Oh, Chris, just let me have Hi. this for a second. I'm sorry. I'm Spencer. <laughs> Should I say I'm Chris now? You just did. <laughs> We'll see you next time.